earlier on in the week we recorded episode 84 of Soccer Cards United and now it's time for Postcards United. This is our after show show where we talk about things that you've sent in to us this week. Uh, sometimes they're questions or comments or suggestions or little pieces of feedback and things like that. Um, so first off, Enzo, hi. Hey Jason. I want to start with the reaction to episode 84 itself. Oh yes. Um, which was a complete mess of an episode. We... You didn't want to... Can, can I tell everyone what happened? Okay. So during the episode, it became clear that this was... Uh, unworkable. Unworkable. <laughs> so I said to you on air, listen, I'll edit some of this out, tighten all this up. Thank God. So that... Finally. Yeah. It's been a year. I said he's finally editing this. Finally great. editing. Um, I've only ever edited when it, leaving it in might have gotten us into legal issues. Okay. That's what. It, that's the kind of stakes... That's what needs to be at, at stake. That's for you the only thing to motivate me is okay. potential jail time. Um, so then I I started editing it and um was doing it and all that stuff and mixing the tracks and then I was like, did made my first edit mm. and it took me so long, like to try and cut it cleanly and get back, you know, and then I was like, oh, there has to be a better way to do this. So I put out a poll on Twitter and Instagram this at the same is the time. Better way. To say, hey, listen, guys, I'm editing this now. Do, it's a mess. Do you want... The mess? The mess. Or do you want an edited or unedited version? And on Twitter and Instagram, very funny, we're both around 75, 80% saying... Don't edit. Don't edit. Just give us... But that's because people... When you say edit, you think you're you're losing out information. You're losing out on bits, you know? Yeah. The deleted scenes. We they, all want the deleted scenes in the show, you know? That's right. But they didn't understand because you didn't make it clear. I kind of maybe a lot of fluffed the question a little bit. Yeah, you you asked permission to the listeners. I just said, "Hey guys, can I have to do my job today?" You yeah. said, and, and they, they said, said no, no, because they didn't realize. They didn't know. We knew. Yeah, they didn't know. Yeah, I haven't listened back to. it. I don't want to do that. It's not good. It's been described by more than one. But a lot of people liked it. Can I say a lot that? of people liked it? Some people said never change. Yeah, and then other people said, "I'm all for that kind of thing." But this was the worst episode you've ever done. <laughs> um, no, we, we somebody, were really... Oh, the Baggio threw us off totally. Feedback from Spa City Cards. Okay. Episode 84 was by, fast, by far your worst podcast, but it was also awesome and uh, cracked my ass up. Here's a free tip. Buy that SGC 2.5, crack the case, get Ken Golden to submit it to PSA, and I figured you got at least an 8 or 9. <laughs> <laughs> That's the thing. Can I say, some crafty fucker bought the raw card I was looking at on that episode The Vincenza? As well. Yeah, they, they, they put in an offer for it, got it cheap enough. And yeah, I see you is all I'm going to say. That is unbelievable. And if you grade that, tell me what it got, because I was going to do that. Mm. So I need to know. Um... And then, but it's nice to know our worst episode was still funny. Yeah, that's great. Overball collector said, um, "We were looking for the PWCC auction results." Yeah, he said that just as a note, uh, that wasn't a fake sale. PWCC don't update their sold for a while. Yeah, makes they, sense. So I didn't. We didn't know that. Um, and he said uh, that card is really like we speculated on the show. Card is really rare, and apparently in the vintage discords, they were going crazy. they were going crazy for that card. Makes sense. So there's a whole vintage world out there. That we don't really get into. No, because that's different. Like the Pefereffi or whatever you call it. The, these Perfetti. The Perfetti. No, I, I like... Again, we couldn't even find another one. No, in, in they're super rare. So, yeah. Yeah. Amazing. Um, Someone someone hit us up said that they were snapping that we didn't use the serial code on the PSA slab to find the set on the PSA yeah. registry. The photo I had, which was sent to me by you, I couldn't see those numbers. 
So I and I couldn't find it on PWC. So I I don't know what them numbers are. Like I wasn't able to. Oh, okay. And I didn't. No, yours no. picture was the same. Like you couldn't yeah. see it fully. Um, but again, that's a good tip. Absolutely. Yeah. So for anyone who doesn't know what that is, you can find there's information on it. the PSA slab contains information that you can use on PSA to find the exact information of the card. Yeah. Because PSA have to record all that stuff at the time of grading. Yeah, and then the newer slabs have QR codes on the back. You can scan them and it'll bring you directly to the card in the registry. Yeah. Um, and then also Overwork Collector just says, uh, yeah, having listened to uh, every single podcast you've ever done, this one was not your best work. <laughs> um, oh, Jason. Do you think a lot of these people that did say that were people that didn't participate in the poll? Like they didn't know? I think I think it was just... I think basically we've built up enough goodwill with most of our... But do you think some there was someone that was listening for the first time yeah. and oh, they'll, no. they'll never... I guarantee you there was. Oh, God. Because we're getting a lot of messages recently. First time listener, That's just started true. listening, da 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 And it's brilliant. And welcome to anyone who's a new listener. But you, you weeded out the weak ones last week. Yeah. You said, let's see who's really a listener. Let's see who's really a listener. Let's get rid of the people that can't... And I was kind of hoping, actually, having listened back to it... That, that it like, would actually be brilliant. No, that people would kind of listen... And go like, okay, I'm just not, I'm going to skip this episode because they're clearly going through it with this bad joke card. And I'll come back next week. I don't know. Who's strong enough to say? Because I don't know, like imagine. I don't need to go through If this. you went to a restaurant yeah. and the food was terrible, you're not going to go, the chef was bad this week, I'll be back. You fucked up, Jason. You need to start editing. That's wow. the reality. Yeah. Better believe that. Wow. That's not happening. <laughs> that's what happens let me tell you now. love me at my worst get yeah. me at my best um, and also Overwatch Collector says one last point is how it is crazy for the rarest card of a total legend to go for less than a hand on the all yeah yeah it is but that's just we're early do you know what I mean like that yeah, is yeah, that yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Um, and I guess the vintage collectors knew that they knew what that card was but I mean yeah we can call the Vincenzo card a pre-rookie but I do kind of love that one that's a great one that's a great little because it's very obvious who Baggio is in that hole. Mm. Um, that's I think you know but you like, can do you can do a study I'm sure, but uh, say uh, maybe this is a commonly parroted fact. Maybe I brought this up on the show before. There's the book uh, Soccernomics. Yeah, and there was this trend in they. It's, it's kind of like pop statistics. It's not really an accurate book, but it's fun to read. Um, and there's a thing about players with blonde hair people wonder why did everyone start dyeing their hair blonde every mm. said like the bleach peroxide blonde and it's because Aaron Ramsey did it yeah they did a, a thing he was looking for a transfer away um, they did a thing where at scouting sessions scouts would pick blonde players at a higher rate than other players controlling for every other factor okay um, and I think players with magnificent hairstyles like Roberto Baggio or Hannibal Mejbri. Ronaldo in the World Cup 2002. Ronaldo World Cup 2002. Um, if you have, Ronaldinho is a great yeah. example as well. True. Um, like you look at Ronaldinho, do something and you go, oh my God, that's so cool. And if I showed you a clip of Rivaldo doing the exact same thing, he just looks like a normal man mm. with the ha- short hair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You'd go like, cool. Yeah, interesting. But there's something about spe- about the hair that adds to the spectacle. That's fair. Neymar. The aesthetic. The aesthetic. So that's, I don't know if we're going to see that reflected in sales histories. Um, so do you want to start with Instagram questions? Yeah, sorry, let me get my phone. You looked at me just for the listener. Jason looked at me like, what are you doing? Where's the phone? Where is the Instagram questions, Jason? He said. They're on a post. No, I have them. Well, I'm looking at the ones, the responses first. Okay. Oh, God. <laughs> no, I, 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 I've read that one as well. I don't think you want to talk about that one. Okay. Jesus. <laughs> 
is Ancelotti a genius or does he keep getting bailed out by talent? I think when you see him at Everton, you know the talent can only get you so far. Right. No, wait, what am I saying? I don't know. No, that was wrong. Is he a genius? I think he, first of all, I do think he's a genius. He's obviously a genius. Absolutely. He's about now, to become the only manager to ever win domestic titles in, in the five European, top five European leagues. And champion, he's already won a Champions League with Real, hasn't he? Uh, I mean, what am I saying? No, he's won four Champions Leagues or five Champions Leagues with uh, Milan. Milan. And did he win one? I think with, he won one with Real. Maybe I so. think he did. Did he? I think the, the one before the Zidane treble, I think it was Ancelotti. That's right, because Zidane was his assistant. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So, I'm so confused. Did he, he win the, the, what did the one with the, Bale scored? Is that the Decimatera? That, that's the yeah, that's the, yeah, the Decimatera. Yeah, I think yeah, that yeah. was him, yeah, I yeah, think. Yeah. No, I think it was. No, it was. It's very hard. Real Madrid have had so much success recently, Jason, it's in recent years. It's hard to keep years. track, isn't it? As, as an Atletico fan, you know, they've, they've had yeah. so much success. They just keep winning. They're fantastic. I try not to think about it. All right. They won against you in the final as well. Is, uh, twice, <laughs> yeah. Um, is Ancelotti a genius or does he keep getting bailed out by talent? I think... I think once you're a genius, you're going to be at clubs where the talent is. That's it, isn't it? But we've seen a lot of managers at those clubs with those types of talents and not having the success. Yeah. Um, you see Pochettino, and that's different because PSG is such a shit show. But you think of when Mourinho was at Real Madrid. Yeah. He was successful enough, of course, but he couldn't get the Champions League. You see when <clears throat> Pep Guardiola was at Bayern, couldn't win the Champions League. Yeah. And like, could you say Pep Guardiola getting bailed out by talent? Like, No, these managers are in their position for a reason. They're football men through and through, especially Ancelotti for, for so long. <laughs> He is a genius, but is he bailed out by talent? Like, you see the shit Benzema's doing this year, Modric, etc. Like, yeah. these players are having... Like, Benzema is in... The last time I've seen a player play the way Benzema's playing yeah. was Wayne Rooney in, like, 2008 or 2010. The, yeah. the year where he kept scoring headers. Yeah. It was really bizarre. Like, anything he did, the level of confidence... It was just <laughs> crazy. Like, the confidence... Like, conf- <clears throat> athletes, obviously, confidence is such a huge factor. Excuse me. And most athletes at the top level are confident, but, like... There's a different level of confidence. And I've only ever seen it twice, which is Wayne Rooney. Mm-hmm. And because like when Messi scored his 91 goals, like I'm not, I'm just Messi. You're freak. assuming that he's, he's a freak. Gone, yeah, he's yeah, able yeah. to like Rooney that one year, anything he touched went in. It was yeah. crazy. Yeah, and yeah, Benzema yeah. is in that realm where you're just looking at it. Like obviously Lewandowski last year was crazy like, when he broke the record for the Gerd Muller. Yeah. But these, they're different. I can't describe it when I'm looking at it. They're I know different. what you're saying. There's, there's, well, Benzema, the thing about Benzema this season is that he's scoring chances He's scoring on like low probability chances consistently. consistently and making it look effortless. Yeah, he's he's like he's it looks like he's doing like wire fighting from like crouching really tiger hidden dragon. Yeah, I can't so look at the ball is on a string and it just yeah. goes into the goal. Like you see Lewandowski break the all time German record and like that was similar but not the same. You see Messi break the all time calendar score and similar not the same. Yeah. The only time I remember looking at a player and being like, every time a chance shows up that he shouldn't score, yeah. he's just putting it in effortlessly, was Wayne Rooney. And I think I think it was 2010. They had the, the kit with the black yeah, 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 like yeah. V thing. Yeah. And he was just scoring loads of headers because he was like, oh, I practice headers this summer. And it's like, what the fuck? You're a professional football. How do you just suddenly now I practice headers and I score them every week? Yeah. It was so bizarre. Um, like he was winning balls in defense and making all the way up the pitch and scoring. It made no sense. Well, Ancelotti, I think is. I don't think Ancelotti is a tactical genius. I don't no, but come on, look what he got. Been, but he's a, he's a ma- he's a man management genius. Yeah, because you're saying like was he bailed out by talent? But there is a huge difference in the way Vinicius Junior played before Ancelotti came in and after. Yeah. So he's obviously cultivating the talent as yeah. well. Like he's helping it grow. So no, he is definitely a genius. He's definitely a genius. Shout out to Ancelotti. Stabby Sachs says, long-term World Cup 26 expansion really helps Haaland and others, not just the US men's national team. It's true. 
it's um I mean it's true until we get to the World Cup and there's too many group games. Yeah, that's the problem. That is the exact problem is that it's helpful because people are going to be there that wouldn't have been there otherwise. Mm-hmm. But that also makes it, by its very nature, less special. Mm. So now well, no. there's, everyone's there. No, but I think the specialness of the World Cup is still going to happen. But I just think there's going to be a lot more games on at the exact same time. So if Portugal are against France, are you going to see Norway against Chile? Yeah. Probably not. Yeah. You know? Probably not. You might. No, I think... I think I think it's good. Like I, don't, I think it's more good than it is bad because I think the World Cup has enough energy to it to kind of you know if that's if there's a supply of teams i think the demand of the world cup if you put it in card term is big enough yeah but yeah by its nature it's gonna but like sure they did it with the euros and it didn't really take away i mean it okay some of the games were some brutal no, they take away no, a lot of the games true. were absolutely shy but did they not expand the groups versus what did they do they made more groups okay yeah, yeah. more groups and then less competitive groups. yeah so yeah and that's what happens so now at the next world cup you're gonna end up with uh we're gonna have a very clear example because we're about to experience the Qatar World Cup. Yeah. And that, that'll be our reference point. Yeah. For the next one. But yeah, it's going to, it'll dilute it by its nature. But again, do you think diluted with Haaland at it from a marketing point of view, hype machine point of view, it'll be beneficial, I think, for card prices. But I think maybe the reality of the games will be less enjoying until we get to, enjoyable until we get to the knockout stage. Yeah. I think that's where football is heading in general is that like they're taking away a lot of the natural excitement and just replacing it with marketing because like no one makes money if there's organic excitement yeah 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 yeah. a marketing company can't be like oh we're gonna pay our employees because there's natural excitement out there they have to like think of reasons like let's do this thing that people won't get excited about normally which we will all then have to spend money on to excite people to promote and then we'll all make money Mm. like the world cup I just remember, like, there's so many, like, World Cup ads that we're going to start seeing, and I can't wait for that. Hmm. World yeah. Cup fever, that's what they call it. World Cup fever, and I think it's on the way, but I do think that World Cup fever will be slightly diluted the next one, but at the same time, it's being hosted in... Yeah. It's going to be... No, I, I think that World Cup is going to be amazing. But if you combined a 48-team World Cup, is that what it's going to expand I think, yeah, to? Yeah, From 32 to 48, I think. Yeah, so if you put that somewhere like Qatar, now you have a double whammy of just... No thanks. No thanks. Please don't. Yeah. Okay. We're moving on to the... Now I'm in the comments. Did Enzo ever have Korean barbecue and how was it? That's an important one, Jason. That's from Seatown Slabbers. I haven't. Wow. But I'm gonna... I'm gonna have it. Good. Because Francesca just came back from Italy and we were gonna go together. Yeah. But we never did. And now we're gonna... She's pro- she's listening to this right now and when she listens to it, she's gonna send me a message and say, yes, we're gonna do that. Great. I sent her seven euro yesterday because Bologna beat Milan, and I said thanks. Mm, that's right. Beat Inter. Yeah, sorry, beat Inter for Milan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See, see, see. I was very happy with that. Thoughts. Oh, see, also says thoughts on on card soccer OOC massively undervalued with how few there are, especially relative to other sports, hugely undervalued. I think the likes of the World Cup could be a good time for companies to get the on card autos. Yeah, but at the same time, World Cup is such a a dome of like everyone's in their camps don't it's talk a bubble. To it. yeah, yeah it's a yeah. bubble it's a bubble um but yeah they are I, I recently seen some i don't want to give them away on air because i actually really i'm trying to buy some yeah and um, from a specific set that i'm not going to get into but yeah no they there is super 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 undervalued on card autos in the soccer world especially the kind of older ones i am um, the uh matthew hendler from psa tweeted out a hector bellerin a select on card auto that he had and uh, that he has 
and it is really nice. Those, those mm. select ones um, that I have on here. Yep. There's some nice, uh, I think Alex Morgan select on card autos yeah. as well. Beautiful. Andre Silva one here. Like that the, on card? Yeah, it's on card, yeah. No. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Jason. That's beautiful. It's really good. Like, so... That pink pen? I think he's, yeah, he's used a pink pen there. Fair like pen. a little pink sharpie or something. I think on card autos, they do look great but I think it's about expectations soccer card collectors do not have the expectation of on-card autos hmm. that um, baseball collectors or uh, basketball. basketball collectors might because we got such a short time with on-card autos hmm. on-card autos we barely knew you um, and then they just immediately switched you know but so hard to, to sticker like if you're if you're running say your tops you're running the Champions League license all of your players are all over Europe yeah it's not not everyone is in the same city yeah or even in the same country yeah or no, same country is yeah. a better example obviously um it's confusing but no it's definitely hard to get but i think like there's no reason why for huge international tournaments they shouldn't be getting some high-end sets out with, yeah um with like you don't ha- that's it you don't have to have like it can be something like a dynasty set yeah where you just pick 20 players yeah that's what they should do like we're we're completely tightening up the checklist it's of 10, of 5, of 4, of 2, of 1, whatever. It's yeah. not crazy. The player can sign it in an hour or less. Yeah. And then go about their business. They are, I think, on, on card autos are undervalued by soccer collectors in the wider world. But, like, we don't know, if you know what I mean. Yeah. We don't know what we don't know. Oh. Okay, you've brought that to a place I wasn't expecting. Which, this is from Overbought Collector. Which modern legends are the most undervalued? Thinking numbered cards for bigger sets. Prism, Select, Optic. Guys like Modric, Buffon, Neuer, Ramos, Iniesta and Aguero. I love that. Yeah, oh, modern legends. Yeah, no, that's fair. Um, Which ones are the most undervalued? I think all of the Spanish players from that generation. The Iniesta, the Xavi, the Ramos. Yeah. The PK, the Busquets. Like, spe- like, Busquets is obviously not the most glamorous player. So I would say Iniesta, Xavi in that, in that set. Yeah. David Villa. Fernando Torres. Yeah. Right there. David Silva. Casillas. Yeah. David Silva. The on-card autos from Fabregas. the Real Sociedad set. Fabregas. Those, all those Spanish fuckers. Yeah. 100%. They won three major tournaments in a row. That's unheard of. But you see, the problem with that is, right? They... And at club level. Come there, on. There's no expectation, I don't think. I don't think it's fair. And I think we get this question. Not this question, but like we get questions like this yeah, a lot. Yeah. And it's not fair to ask me, for instance, hmm. to value those players. Because oh. I'm not Spanish. Yeah, but you love the game, Jason. But like, I'm not Spanish. But like, so it's it's not fair. I, and I think mm. this comes up a lot. Like, it's it wouldn't be fair to ask, uh, 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 you know, a New York Jets fan, what Patriots player do you think is undervalued? What, uh, like, do you know what I mean? Yeah. I think what we need to do is get more Spanish people into the hobby and then see. It's not a fair sample right now. No, of course not. So, because you think, but you're speculating. We're talking about speculating that the Spaniards are going to come in, but and which I don't think so. I think they are. They're coming. They're in big trouble. They're in big trouble. <laughs> Their economy is in no, but there's terrible. Rich, there's rich people, and that's Spain. right. We need to get the Spanish. Rich I people. think I I love all the Spanish ones because like even without being a Spanish fan, or maybe you're Atletico fan, so it slightly skews your view. Yeah, but like everyone sat down and were just in adoration of what Barcelona were doing, yeah, what yeah. Spain were doing, yeah, and even we were at the hands of Spain in 2008 and in 2012. Um, Italy I mean it was yeah. terrible but it was also beautiful to watch no I agree so but I think you can what I mean what I mean is I what I want to see but like you don't need to be like to, to say Aguero is an undervalued modern legend like you don't need to be anything to say no that. I know but I, I what I what I think what I'm trying to do is define undervalued okay 
it's not undervalued if like the Spanish team is not undervalued if the Spanish collector base don't care are not here. Hmm. That's what that that there's a definition of undervalued that gets thrown around a lot, mm-hmm. which is it's it's different to underappreciated. Okay. Because I can appreciate all those. I go, oh my god, some of those players, amazing. I love them. Mm-hmm, Aguero, mm-hmm. so many iconic moments. Of course, Rooney. You know. Yeah. yeah. Like, but ultimately, am I going to put my money in my? Am I going to have my pocket and, and and pay the money? I think that's a case of finding their rookie. Yeah. Or super super high end on card or whatever. Checking the pop reports. Yeah. And if you find that there's only one PSA ten Iniesta rookie, get it. Yeah, get it. Because it is undervalued. Like whatever the value is, undervalued. Yeah. Whether all of Spain gets in or not, or just one Spanish bloke. Yeah. Um and like I think it's interesting that because one of the kind of big when you get into rookies and when you get into really high end, what happens when like Pedri is in the hobby? Where Vinicius Jr. is messing about and now he wants the Ronaldinho rookie because that's his idol. Mm, yeah. And this man's getting paid 200 grand a week. Yeah. Like, what what value is it? That, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That no, could I agree. come to... People, like... The, the players... When, when, when soccer players are trying to have a little collection yeah. of the high-end slabs of their, like, heroes, rookies, whatever, and they're getting paid 350 grand a week. Yeah. Suddenly, supply demand... You know, there's, there's that would stimulate the market. There's big value there. Yeah, I agree. I, I think I, I I I didn't mean to get triggered by that question. It's just like it's not a bad question, and your answer is a good answer. It just made me think about. I just hear the word undervalued doing this show every week. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Jason, you okay? Are you having a moment here? No, I, I I'm just. You worry? I'm fine. But just doing this show every week, I hear the word undervalued so much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it just makes me think. I don't know if we all agree on what that means. Okay. Go ahead. You need to go to Korean barbecue. <laughs> might bring you. Apollo 11 collectibles. Benzema is fire right now. Yeah, undervalued. Absolutely. Undervalued. <laughs> any good boys you'd recommend? Is he a rookie sticker guy or is there any good card product for him? Jason, you take this one away. You've been dabbling in the Benzema market for some time now. Yeah, um... He has a rookie sticker for Leon, but I think I personally think that um, his Real Madrid stuff is undervalued because <laughs> no, I do because I think like his Leon stuff. I have a vague memory of Benzema at Leon. Yeah, like I can see him there with the shaved head Mm-mm-mm. in the jersey with the with like the Juninho kind of jersey, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. and I maybe remember him playing, but. Really, all I can remember is just years of Real Madrid. Real Madrid. Yeah, he's a Real Madrid icon. He's a Real Madrid icon. And he's always been weirdly loved by the fans. Yeah. Like, weird, like obviously, he's amazing at the minute, but, like, he's never... I don't know if he was ever in the phase where he was being whistled. I think they I just don't think he was ever being whistled. infinitely loved him. He's been there, I think, for 13 or 14 yeah. years. And how many players have we seen in come and go out of Real yeah, Madrid? it's crazy. You know, like, he's overtaken Raul, I think, in the all-time scoring charts. He's... Um, was there for all the recent champions he was like to be part of to be part of um, the the the, the Bale Benzema Ronaldo thing yeah and then to become something else afterwards crazy like he's arguably had the best um, career of all three of those since that trio broke up 
He's had a better career yeah. than Ronaldo since Ronaldo left Real Madrid. Yeah. For sure. When the Ronaldo went to Juventus, wasn't too bad there. Won the league. Congratulations. You could win the league. Up Winning this Scudetto. <laughs> but not for Juventus at that time. No, that's true. They were already winning it. They were already winning it. Um, And then, you know. But still scoring all. Like, you might, like, you think he's third top scorer in the Premier League. Like, he's still. Ronaldo's incredible. But Benzema but, just scored his 41st goal of the season. That's true. You know, Ronaldo scoring hat tricks against Norwich and hanging his hand, hanging his hat on that. Like, that's Benzema's way above Ronaldo at the moment. Of course. So, I think I, th- I have a couple of cards here, Benzema, um, which are quite nice. Well, I do think like his sticker from the Leon days is worth getting. But Definitely, I do, if you can get it, it's really hard like, to find. You know, actually, it's, so it, that's that's why that I is recommend a great it. one. Um, but there is other cards you're saying. It's yeah. not just that sticker. Like he's a player that has 2014 Prism. Yeah. That has 2015 Select. Yeah, beautiful. Like these are cards that low are they number. Both French kids, yeah. Both French kids. Okay, yeah. Um, now obviously that's an interesting one. That's though, an interesting it? one. That's the main banned from fall the Fran- Like he doesn't have a, a great history with the French team, no. you know, because he hasn't been able to play. But he is potentially going to light up the not not light up the World Cup, but yeah. he's going to be at it. He's going to be at it. I mean, I bought these in, in, in anticipation of the Euros. Yeah, and yeah. He had a really good Euros, but France had a terrible Euros. But like for instance, talking about the World Cup, he's going in November to Qatar in the form of his life. Do you think that being reinstated at the French team kind of gave him a big motivation that's kind of spurred on what he's doing now? I think it did. Because he does have a World Cup in in his mind. He wants to yeah. be there and he you know, he's probably more motivated than he's ever been. And now because there's all these Mbappe to Real Madrid rumors mm. and he's back in the French team competing for places with Mbappe. Mm. He has like a new I think that a little bit of a fire on him where he was like I'm it's not going to be Giroud and Griezmann and Mbappe I'm going to be there yeah and I don't care who I have to kind of like trample over yeah. to get there but like it's interesting even because you think he was out with a French team for so long that when you go to look at his French cards it's really only like 2014 2015 2016 stuff mm. then he has a gap like he's not in 2018 prism I'm sure so Panini po- threw him in come on no he's not he wasn't no. in the squad but they didn't just go ah we'll just stick him in the way Panini um, do. I'm just saying I don't know I don't think I so. don't think so no like I'm not I wouldn't be shocked to see Panini. I don't think France would have approved it because he was. Yeah, true. Um, it was a really controversial. Topic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's a beautiful card. Like I think his low number twenty fourteen prism stuff. Of course. Because when you go to World Cup, you go. Let me get his World Cup prism. Why is the pot? Why is? Was that his first World Cup as well, or was he? No, he was there in two thousand. He's in the two thousand ten trading cards. Okay, yeah, that's cool. And um, from South Africa, um, in terms of his Real Madrid stuff, he's loads of nice Real Madrid stuff out there, mm. um. I'm sure there's Pachos in Museum or, or something. Like I, I think know. so, yeah. I'd say there's a lot of nice spends, but at the same time, you could argue this is not a good time to buy. Unless you're expecting a big World Cup. Yeah. But apart from that, this is as hot but as he's ever been. if you were been. expecting a big World Cup, it's still super you hot You could right wait now. till August. Yeah. Like, yeah, I true, true, true. Wait for this let season to finish. Down, like. it is, wait till June. He, he is the name in everyone's mouth at this moment of time. Yeah. So, so Jason, you made a good time buying this, timing-wise. Yeah. It's exciting. Great. You were talking big about Benzema when I think people just lost faith in you because you had bought all the Odegaard and you'd bought all the what was the other one? But Martin Odegaard, he's doing great now. He's doing great now. But is Odegaard the one you bought a complete set of and then sold it to someone? No, that's Deli Ali. Deli, okay. See, so yeah, you have two yeah, yeah, questionable. Yeah. yeah, not questionable. I mean, Odegaard, Odegaard paid off, but and then Andre Silva as well was another or Renato. So I don't know. But when, when basically, what I'm saying when you yeah, got yeah. to this Benzema phase, people I was were, jaded. Yeah, you were like, nah, this is another. No, this is another them. But it was yeah. actually a perfect time to buy and everything that has transpired since vindicates you Jason thank you very much <laughs> um, yeah so what I mean is like Benzema the, it's a weird complaint to have but like for his Leon sticker my worry would be he has so much of a career mm. after Leon yeah but the rookie but I tell you what oh. Here, this is actually a big prediction 
Karim Benzema will spend one season at Lyon before he retires. Oh. So if you have his Lyon rookie at that stage, then full circle. Moment. Moment. Cash okay. it in. Okay. He has said that many times. He wants to go back and, and spend one season at Lyon before he retires. Listen, the rookie is always the place to go. I don't know what the pop is like on that rookie. I know it's hard to find. Not high, I don't think. Couldn't be high. You know, yeah. It is what it is. But yeah, no, that's Panini foot coming, coming good again. Yeah. Once again. Once again. Okay. Uh, chat four three three zero. We'd love to hear you guys' thoughts on a couple of high-performing prospects who aren't getting a ton of love in the hobby: Christopher Nkunku and Tammy Abraham. I'd be if I had to pick one of them, I'd go for Nkunku. I think Abraham is just quote unquote not hot. I can't describe why I think that, but it's like the same way Jermaine Defoe could bang in twenty goals, and no one really cared. Yeah. Do you know? Yeah, I think um, Nkunku is he... really interesting. It's interesting. Neither of them are, are teenagers. I think Nkunku mm. is, what, 23 maybe? And I think so. Abraham yeah. is about, about the same age. Yeah. Early 20s. Um, but they have rookie cards and whatever. So Yeah. Abraham is an interesting one because he has a Swansea card from back in the day mm. in a Topps Premier League gold or something. You know, one of, the, one of them sets. One of them sets. I think it's Premier, Topps Premier Gold maybe. Um, and then he also has the Sapphire with an RC logo from 2019-20. And whenever there's like confusion confusion like that yeah about someone who's not such a dead sir yeah and people are like this isn't worth the research like yeah. where am I gonna find not even worth the research but like you could you could play it right you could have picked him out you could say this is the yeah. one I have his premier gold I'm fucking sitting on PSA yeah. 10 it's a pop one no one else graded it and then all the big money goes into a sapphire rookie because it's exactly. sapphire and it's Chelsea yeah so so, and you're, like, so just for that reason though, you'd almost avoid it yeah. unless it's unless you think he's messy which obviously he isn't yeah so then it's like even though you could be right and make the right play there's too much to go at that maybe it's worth just yeah leaving it especially with a team with a team like Chelsea where the US fan base is so big yeah that like you might get a, an RC sale with the Sapphire that's much higher than the Swansea because Chelsea collectors are in on that yeah where they're not in on that um, and Kunku I think Leipzig are going to try and hold on to him mm-hmm. but Leipzig are not sentimental they will sell him if, <laughs> if a big offer comes in they, they are, try to hold on to everyone and then they sell everyone yeah because they all, they're always replacing them With two the years ahead of yeah, yeah. you know time so um, yeah and, but he's a 2016-17 he's an interesting one because 2016-17 is not that easy to get your hands on in terms of like you can't go hunting I, for 2016-17 Panini foot boxes no because Mbappe is in there yeah yeah yeah, yeah. That, that also elevates him because people are so used to that Mbappe yeah. sticker and the style of it, the turquoise or whatever. Yeah. The and it's another dual Yeah, it's sticker. the same kind of yeah. vibe as that. So it's really interesting. That is interesting. But I, I've seen a lot of people with them and they're hard, they're finding it hard to, to get the price they want for it. Yeah. Because people are kind of undercutting. And it's, it's and because in Kunku, in fairness to him, like, you know... Oh, he's he, undervalued? No, not undervalued. I mean, in fairness to him, he's had a one amazing season Yeah. at Leipzig. In Germany, hmm. and in and in Europe, but like Patrick Schick has had an amazing season True. for for Leverkusen. Hmm. You know, like What's the difference? people pop up all the time and have amazing seasons in you know in Germany. Yeah, in Germany, Mario Gomez had about eight amazing seasons in Germany. We're slap closer. <laughs> We're slap closer. Like Luca Toni. Yeah, we could talk about. We could talk about it all day. All day, like um. So I think Nkunku is still a, definitely a prospect because he has to have a big move. And then he has to perform at that next venue. Yeah, and I think he could. I think he could as well. Yeah. Um, but it's not a dead cert. Yeah, and it, it's almost like more difficult when it's stickers because I'm sure the pop isn't too high. 
But again, like Panini Foot has been ra- like the 2016-17 Panini Foot is so hard to get. That's, yeah. that's a good point. Like it's hard to even just open a box of it because of the price. Where are you going to get it? The price point. Yeah. Um, which is really interesting. So if the pop is low on PSA, then that's a good show. Because otherwise it's way better when a rookie just has a defined high-end thing that you can go and pick up an off 50. Yeah. And then when demand comes in, you know supply is low and you're killing it. Yeah. But I do think the supply is probably low enough on that rookie sticker. Although, there, do you know what? There is a lot of people definitely shouting about it as well. There's a lot of people saying, yo, Mbappe's not the only thing in them, yeah. in that set, and they're they're happy about that. They're like, yo, you're missing someone. But the fact that those boxes will, just won't be opened, and when they are, people are hunting for Mbappe, maybe the person who has enough money to open that box doesn't know Nkunku. Well, they're maybe. flicking by a country, yeah. yeah, Mbappe there, you know? Yeah. So if the pop is low, and I, yeah, I might pull it up, Jason, just to... What makes me laugh is... Whenever you go on and look for an Mbappe rookie, there's all there's about twenty French eBay sellers that have sold like two million, two million Mbappe rookies and have opened, and I just imagine them like for years and after they've long since sold out of Mbappe rookies and they're just looking at those piles of stickers every day, going like, oh, I have to get rid of those piles of stickers at some point. There's no money in them, and then they just go on eBay one day and they see this in Kunku sale. And they look over and they're like, oh, it's happening again. We're rich. <laughs> We're we buying it. another house. We're going to survive longer. Um, okay, Jason, how many PSA 10 Kylian Mbappe rookies do you think they are from Panini Foot? I think... Oh, wait, wait, first, just to give you... There's 1,100 graded. Yeah. I think 300 of them are PSA 10s. 190. Okay. Right? Yeah. And then we go to the... Nicolas Pepe, is that his rookie as well? Uh, I think so, yeah. Right, we don't really care about him. No. Before. It's also Alan and Maximan's uh, rookie as well. Yeah, is Ismail Lazar has been graded. Yeah. Osson Edward has been graded. Yeah. Ronaldo Silva, Jermutinho was graded. Jeremy Menez, Malcolm graded. Okay. Right. The Nkunku and Pastori. Have a guess on how many have been graded. I'm sure there's a lot being sent. Like, there's loads there. The but I, I don't know. Like it's, it's, it's hard because it's like... I'd, I'd imagine a lot of people open Panini Foot and threw, threw shit out after they got their Mbappe. I do yeah. I do imagine that. Yeah. And I do imagine people aren't opening it right now. No. So it's hard to It's just all those fuckers in France that are sitting that there. They just have them. That have them. Yeah, but how the condition. Do you know what I mean that's what it comes to? I know, to yeah, 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 yeah. I think I, I know myself, I've opened a lot of stickers and the stickers that aren't the ones I was looking for are not being looked after. Yeah, They're that's not all true. sleeved. Like yeah, once yeah, you yeah. open enough volume of product, you ain't sleeving and top loading shit. Yeah. I think uh, there's probably hundred and fifty graded. Twenty eight. Okay, that's low. That's low. What's the gem mint rate on it, Jason? Uh, let's say it's the six gem mints. Eight. So if you have a PSA 10 of Unkunku, you're doing all right. You're doing great. You're doing great. You're doing there's great. There's 15 nines. There's three eights. And there's two fives. I do think the fact that, like you said, Mbappe has been... We've been through this before with Mbappe. Mm. Is huge. Um, And also the fact that... This is another one. The fact that Ligon does not have a uh, premier product means that from his PSG days, I don't think he has a... Because he was in the PSG Ligon squad like so he, yeah. when he was young, so he should have had a mosaic or something, but he doesn't. Um, should have one, but he doesn't. So now he only has... I think it's you skip from the sticker to Leipzig. Yeah. So now you're kind of looking at... Well, obviously he was at PSG. So, you know... Uh, I mean, does he have any... Uh, what happens when you search Christopher and Kunku rookie? Um, so, yeah. And then Tammy Abraham, I really like. Tammy Abraham, I think he's 
definitely deserves a shot back in the Premier League as well. Um, he has a first leg of a semi-final in the Europa Conference League against Leicester for Jose Mourinho's Roma. Um, so yeah, I, I think they're both players that could go on to have long goal-scoring careers. And I'd pick Nkunku because I think uh, Abraham has less of a chance of making an impact with England at the World Cup than Nkunku has with France. That's a good... It's a good take. Thank you. Jason, you know what? Today you did it. Yeah. You done well. A bit of a wobble there with the uh, undervalued thing, but I came back strong. Oh, I mean, I'm yeah. trying to forget about that. Everyone was uncomfortable with that, but I moved on. We all kind of said... Yeah. Let's not hold that against them. Yeah, we're gonna we'll move on. Okay, sorry. <clears throat> I'm in the middle of doing some Christopher Nkungu research, Jason. Okay, here's a nice one. Football card collector ninety eight. For someone who's putting on a smaller card show in August. Yeah. What would you recommend there be? All info is over at this. So okay, so let me let me open this. Someone is attempting to have a card show in the UK again, I believe, in Nottinghamshire. So the Nottingham Assure card show is the, is the link. Yeah. So they're real small. Um, they're having it in a small enough venue. Okay. Dun, 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 dun. 32 tables, just for context. Okay, 32 yep. tables in Nottinghamshire in what looks like, like a sports hall kind of thing. What's the, Where do I find this? Or it's, it's on our comments. Yeah, it's it? on our comments. Okay. I was like freezing. Yeah, sorry, yeah, yeah. But like advice, basically that's the thing. Like, What's the advice? Um... I think have a trade area. Have a trade table. You're not going to want to because it's a small show. Yeah, but do. Because you're you're struggling to sell. I don't actually know if you're struggling to sell them. You're but struggling like, to sell them, my friend. No, <laughs> but, but I'm imagining you're kind of like struggling to sell the ones you have, the tables you have. And obviously you need to say to people that if you, if you do buy a table, you're not going to be just left while people do their own thing at the trade table but I do think a trade area is just it's nice. it just means that people can go the, the main goal of your show is for people to make deals yeah and it's a community thing like you know so people aren't able to make deals because they don't have a table and there's only 32 tables yeah but my, my advice is definitely and if you haven't already done it is to attend other shows oh yeah that's a good one like yeah. attend you need to see how an entire show is happening yeah you need to see you need to soak it in like you can't really just get advice from ourselves like you need to go to a show and you need to go to it on the mission of essentially just soaking up what you like and what you don't like mm-hmm. um, but obviously like a secure payment management system is a good start yeah um getting your name out there however way you can building it up reaching out to people that are kind of local to you getting collectors involved getting people involved but definitely going to other shows because I'd say it's hard enough in England, Jason, to kind of host a smaller show when there is big shows happening. Definitely. People say, oh, I'll skip that. I'll just I'll go, go to, to the, the big one. one. Yeah, yeah. It's in Carlton in Lindrick, which is... Oh, my God. Which is... Oh, my God. Oh, my God. It's a, it's a show in rural Nottinghamshire. Good Lord. How far away is... What? Interesting. Okay. What the hell? What the hell's going on here? What's the main town in Nottinghamshire? Let me have a look and see here. What year is this? Is it Nottingham, I presume, is it? 
Yeah. Okay. So then, how far is this place from not? I mean, I'm not going to Google Maps here. Anyway, so I think have a trade area if you can. Obviously, you don't want to like screw over people that that are are uh, are displaying like the vendors because they're going to be like, come on, we need foot traffic. But I just thought if you don't have a trade table, it can become a little bit stale because people see everything they want to see within a few minutes of yeah, of going, and there's nothing else to really do. So you want to keep people there, and to do that, um, a trade table is good i think also um oh it's near sheffield okay oh so it's north of nottingham so it's like up near like towards sheffield leeds oh uh, yeah okay okay yeah right, Doing all right over there, Jason. it's not like the top of the midlands okay okay so we can go to that if we want to um right so yeah just and have fun that's that's important. I get fun. I like that, Jason. But no, I don't know. I think people remember. The thing about it, your show is people remember the deals they made. So you need to emphasize people making deals because they'll walk away buying, selling, trading, and that's what they remember. That's what they, they'll only spread the news about your show, mm-hmm. and they'll only kind of give feedback on it if they made deals. That's true. Because if they go and nothing really happens. Yeah, yeah. You need to stimulate. How do you do that? Like, how do you get some sponsorship as well? Sponsors, yeah. I don't know. It's it's not easy. It's not easy because I think at the minute we're in we're in a phase where it's hard enough just to hold the show. But I'll say this: ask us the same question again next week. We'll have been to London and we'll have more answered. Okay, I like that. Last question from IG, Jason. Yeah. Do you think this is from the Irish card collector? Do you think that the physical card hobby will always hold value in the future, especially the next 15 to 30 years, given the fact that we are moving into a digital era and the next generation are more used to and may prefer digital cards? I think of Panini blockchain when I think of that question, because when you think of the likes of so rare, like all the cards kind of look the same. I don't think the same level of collectability is there necessarily, even though they do have some variations. But when you look at Panini blockchain, they're giving you a Panini prism auto of yeah. 25. Like it's the and same, on the Chronicles digital. rookie tickets that look like they're coming up this year, there's a QR code on the card. Hmm. This year's Soccer Chronicles rookie tickets. You mean like the physical cards have QR codes yep. for digital? We don't know what the QR codes are for, but they have QR codes. Okay, interesting. So they could be mixing. I think the mix is, is the show. I don't think physical cards will be done away with. No. Especially not like the older stuff. Like it's interesting. There was a Mickey Mantle, I believe. They did like an NFT of yeah. its original thing and it went for a crazy amount of money or whatever. But that doesn't mean physical Mickey Mantle cards from back then. No. Like, you know, but if you're talking about just moving forward, will the next, will the 2030 players, will their rookies be more valued as a digital or physical? Hard to know the answer to that, but I do think it's going to be a mix. It'll yeah, mix we're going to see two. more more digital, but if anything, that only increases the reach of physical and increases yeah. the desirability of physical. True. Um. Yeah, I, I'm not worried about it. I'm not worried. worried. That's what I'd say. I'm not worried. I think... There's a lot of fun opening digital packs. I think of that from like FIFA, whatever. But I do also think the physical, you can't beat that fun from a fun point of view. Um, but I do think it's going to be just be a mix of both. I love the idea of opening. And we've always kind of had it like you open cards and some cards would have like, I think Pokemon cards had like a little code that you could then put into a website. Yeah, or whatever. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. like Futera did that back in the day as well. But like the fun, the fun of opening, if I have my digital collect, <clears throat> digital collection separate to my physical, being able to open a digital pack yeah. that gives me a redemption for a physical card or being able to open a physical pack that gives me a redemption for my digital card and that redemption would happen a lot faster than the physical redemptions I'll mm-hmm. say that much yeah. would be fun 
Yeah, I think as well, like, if you go back to, say, something like uh, record collecting, vinyl collecting, mm-hmm. that was something where initially the digitization of that industry, streaming and, and downloading, destroyed. It looked like, oh my God, CDs, vinyl. They're done. The cassette, like, cassette tape uh, collecting, all gone. And then that, and it was, it, it, it dipped and, and there was a kind of just, we're all going digital, we're all in, you know, and for like maybe 10 years. But then it came back. Mm-hmm. We saw the same thing with, um, not so much collecting, but just consuming of books. Mm-hmm. It was like, oh, the Kindle, oh, the e-reader. Yes, 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 yes. Mm-hmm. And then you hit a point, which is like a saturation point where everyone goes, okay, there is a place back. for this, but I kind of want to have a book as well. Yeah. So it may be that in 10 years time, we see physical cards take a nosedive mm. because we're the industry decides we're all in on digital. Yeah. And then over time, you hit an equilibrium. Yeah. Because if, if you imagine that was to happen, again, your your messy, your messy rookies, all that shit is not going to take the same type of nosedive. Like we're no. talking the new sets that come out in 2025 or whatever. And if they did go all in on digital and they kind of didn't go all in on the physical then you can only imagine the physical is going to start getting produced lower yeah which would then supply demand people are going to be like that's super rare i really like that and some rookie could pop off and then we're just kind of back in it again but i do think the fear i I, I don't see digital as a threat to the space i see it as an opportunity as you said to kind of grow the awareness of it yeah and yeah even like i have i I own nfts that are like not sports collectibles at all nfts and i want physical versions of them because once you because you like want something, something you can yeah. actually no but once you like something digitally you want it physically and there is ways to do that like you can get like a digital screen that kind of displays it whatever but like if you give me a physical card of, of an nft card that i have i would it'd be cool you'd like that so i don't think it's going away but who knows who knows the kids of tomorrow but i think like we're, we're it's these things are cyclical yeah so we're not going to sit here and say there will never be a five-year cycle where digital is more fashionable than physical physical but long term, it's nothing to worry about. That's Instagram, Jason. Right, we're way, way over time, but we'll just fly through Twitter. Okay. Um, I think we're getting to the point now where so many questions you might have to start filtering again. Filtering again. Um, let me see now what we have here. But thank you to everyone who submits because without you, we wouldn't have a show. Absolutely, and in fairness, we gave them so much dead air last week. This is yeah. Th- this is a real podcast. We're earlier in the week, yeah. Uh, Jeff Crisp asked for the second week in a row because we didn't answer it last week best pizza in Ireland Enzo go oh my god Lenoteca di Napoli in Fenian Street yeah not even close incredible but if you go there you'll probably see me there on any given day yeah it's incredible um, also very close to that is Sapori di Pizza which does an amazing pizza and then if you wanted to go for like a non-Italian style pizza I'd say pie is nice on Georgia Street and so is Bonobo out in Smithfield yeah they're alright I, I prefer the Italian style no I do too yeah um, I like uh, I was just in Manifesto recently okay um, which was amazing they're uh, Neapolitan as well yeah 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 and um, really good okay I love Lenoteca di Napoli that's my favourite yeah that is my favourite so nice yeah that's the basically just find find the Italian ones and then specifically the Neapolitan ones and yeah. go from there yeah absolutely you know if you go if you go into a pizza restaurant and the guy starts talking Italian accent you go where are you from and if he yeah. says Turin get out of there you might as well be Austrian mate oh Jesus 
Oh my god. <laughs> For as I know if I'm big Southern Italy partisan I am. Um Oh, FC Cardboard uh, referenced us towards a J. Bob and Sons tweet, which is hot take. UCL Chrome will have many product defects, making UCL paper and parallels to play for this flagship rookie class. Discuss. And then someone hopped in and said first edition as well. I remember seeing that on the timeline. Yeah. Um, someone said if that was true, people would prefer UCL Japan and Aoki. Facts. Facts. And then someone said something about that. Um, I think Sapphire this year the champ like Sapphire and First Edition are going to be the chases. Um, it depends. But Chrome could come out sweet, but I'd, I'd say it probably won't. Um, but if Chrome has defects, then it makes those parallels also a chase. So, yeah, I think it depends on ultimately it depends on how the grading companies choose to treat them. <laughs> True, but I do think First Edition underrated. We're almost sold out of that on our store. For those of you, but. That's, I think that's a, I don't know but I think that has a high enough price right now like I can't imagine it booming no I don't think it go much higher no so yeah um, in fairness like if UCL Chrome has defects and doesn't grade well yeah but you could also just say that that's gonna drive up the prices, prices of the graded, the graded ones. ones but like Jason like would you would you care much about an off 25 rook Gavi an off 25 Gavi rookie paper versus Chrome if they were both PSA 10 I'd always want the chrome. Really? For me, if it's in a slab, it kind of changes it. No, I don't want the chrome because I, I I like how chrome looks more than I like how paper looks. Okay. <laughs> All right. All right, then. But well, it depends what the price was. That's true. The price would be different. But, like, I don't know. Once, if, if it's... Because I, I think the parallels look... If it's a, yeah, in fairness, if it's, like, if it's a rainbow foil... It's different. It's different because it's... I think I'm just I don't think I'd see too much of a difference between the off twenty five. I think selling the chrome is gonna be worth more just even because the search of Tops Chrome yeah. versus just not Tops Chrome. Because they never really named the flagship, like it's kind of a weird one. That annoys me. <laughs> do you write do you just call it Tops? Do you call it Tops flagship? Yeah. What do you call it? UEFA Paper? Champions League collection. It's confusing. No good. But you know, Chrome is Chrome is always Chrome, to be fair. Um but yeah, obviously if they make but by the time they're finished making Chrome, hobby blasters yeah. um light. If they do that, if they do a light, if they do an Aoki, if they do it, I mean, paper was Japan. light, technically. Sorry, uh, was it? no, it, it wasn't light? chrome light, yeah. Oh. And we saw the jade thing as well coming out yeah. of paper as well. So, we're gonna have this rookie class. Just every time I see a new product for this year, people talking about the rookies for this year, I just think about the rookies for last year. That's mm. all I think of. That's all I can think about. I'm upset. <laughs> I'm upset. Um, yeah. Sean White <clears throat> says, pick a five aside team. You need to have at least one player from Scotland, one player from Ireland, one player from Italy, but you have to have one from each. Five-a-side team. Really? Italy, Ireland, Scotland. Scotland. Yeah, he's Scottish. There's three? Yeah. So that, those are the three countries? There's not five countries? There's three countries. Scotland, Ireland, Italy. Yeah, so it's five-a-side team. You have to have yeah, one yeah. from each. I have to have one from each, but I'm allowed to have two from, or three from. You're allowed to have three Italians and one Scot, one Irish. Oh, yeah. that's what's going to happen. I know. <laughs> that's why he's putting those terms. The Scott though, who am I gonna throw in? Part of me wants to just put in Neil Lennon. I think it has to be does that have to be current players? I don't I didn't know that. I don't know either. Sean didn't say. I guess if we're going current would be easier. Yeah, you just go KT or Andy Robertson. Oh my god. Or you put in Billy Gilmore in the midfield. Whew. Dictate the play. Dictate the play. He's a metronome, that Billy Gilmore. Oh my god. This is too much. Do you, do you need to have a goalkeeper? Yeah, it's five side. Oh, but you can be a you, you can, can go have, last man back. Yeah, no, you can. What rules are you playing here, Sean? This is for the end of the show. This is tough. 
Oh, this isn't the end of the show. <laughs> no, but I mean, like, where we're deep in. Oh, we're deep in. Like, yeah, I, yeah, I need, yeah. this is something you should give me in advance, Jason. Right. I think. Do you want to? Do you want to take it away and talk about it on Monday? No, I don't. I'm gonna get this done. I think I'm gonna put Lorenzo Insigne in 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 the mix. I'm I mean, doing current. I'm not doing fine. Yeah. Right. Just because he's a little tricky fucker. Yeah. And I think that's helpful on five aside. I think he'd run rings around people. Yeah. Technically. Um. Oh, Verratti. Yeah. We're putting him in the midfield. Yeah. Because um. I'll I'll, I'll write these. I'll write it down. Yeah. Just try me. I don't want to fuck up here. So yeah. I have. I have Insignia and Verratti because they're both little small fuckers that it would be really hard to get the ball off them. Right. It'd be very annoying. So Verratti. Um, Andy Robertson at the back because he, he's a cunt that you're playing five aside and he's going to go in for actual challenges yeah. and shit and just piss everyone off. Yeah, he's going to run his stud down your leg. Yeah, he's again. not. And he's going to just tell you to fuck yourself. So yeah. that's him. And Andy I need Robertson. someone at the back. Then wait, the team's a bit small. I mean, that's three. I need an Irishman. Yeah. Who the fuck plays for Ireland these days? I don't know. But I don't know, but... I'd love Wes Hoolahan in there just because he's not a small he's fucker. He's still playing that's for Cambridge United so you can put him in. No, but I'm not going to do but that. You don't even see any and Wes Hoolahan. No, that's what I'm saying. It's one or the other. Yeah, come on. I might put Wes Hoolahan most, in. Most man. teams have said that. Most clubs and we're either signing one we're not signing the double. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, you could pick an Irish goalkeeper Kelleher or Bazunu. That's what I'm going to do. I was going to have a last man back is the thing. All right. But no, I might do that just to... If we say a goalkeeper then... All right, Bazunu is in. Right. And then I have one more Italian to throw in the mix. Yeah. So at the minute I have You have no it. physicality in this side at all. No, but you don't need it when you have a little fucking Yeah. Wonder kids. It's also filthy. Ferrati and Andy Robertson. That's people, oh. people are getting Let me just pull up messed up. I need to I really need well, to Well I go while you Yeah, you go. I'm right. need to pick this one because this last player puts the team together. Yeah. It's the problem. So in goal I'm gonna put I'm gonna put Queeven Kelleher in goal. Okay. Then in centre half, I'm going to put uh, Big Shane Duffy. Oh my god, your five aside team sucks already. No, no in fairness, that's all. In five aside, he covers the whole goal. Duffy, <laughs> Duffy, he's huge, too big. No, I'm leaving Robinson to to Amanda. Um, then I'm going to put in uh, little Billy Gilmore. Little Billy Gilmore to run my midfield. Um, and then I will have. Oh, who do I want from Italy? Oh, do, 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 do. What Italian? I don't say, I don't think I can leave out for Atti. He's too good. Oh, he's brilliant. He'll dictate, like, you're not getting the ball off him. He is a bit too good, like... My problem is... Do you know who... Can I finish mine off? Yeah. Chiesa. I was thinking about him. And I'm making that fucker basically play beside Robertson right back. He's going to be... He's sitting back because he's going to be an out ball for Verratti to play it to. Yeah. Because the two fullbacks... I'm very bad defensively now, but the two fullbacks are going to give Verratti somewhere to play it. They're really wingbacks at this stage. And then uh, there's a lot, like, in, in fair, Duffy would fuck up Insigne is the problem. But Insigne, no, he'll get the job done. Um, I was going to throw, like, Pinamonti in just because I think he would actually perform in a five-a-side. Yeah. Or Berardi as well. I'm but putting in Berardi. I literally was typing Berardi as you said that. <laughs> Francesco Caputo, he'd be scoring every fucking day. But no, I'm, I'm leaving a lot of, like, there's no... I can't long ball it up, hold up the play. Yeah. I'm playing football this team. Yeah. There you go. Fair enough. There you go. I'm putting in, my team is, so your team is Gavin Bazunu, Marco Verratti, Andy Robertson, uh, Lorenzo Insigne, and Federico Chiesa. And my team is Quivian Kelleher, Big Shane Duffy, Little Billy Gilmore, Dominico Berardi, and Ciro Mobile. 
fucking mobile in a five yeah. side. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're yeah, mad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're mad. Yeah. You're mad. He'll do it. He won't. We've yeah. said that for years. He never gets those. He'll he never, do it. He never does that. Just got it. I think Chair Mobile could do it in a five side. But now maybe I don't. Anyway. Uh, last question. What players do you think... Okay, this is a, a mentally taxing question for... Uh, for So we may have to push this to next week. What players do you think are best or most... Prom- are you reading something? Yeah, I'm very confused. Okay. Sorry, it's not related to anything. Right. What players do you need, do you think are the best or most promising quote-unquote distressed assets, i.e. good player but wrong club? For reference, prior examples will be Kevin De Bruyne or Mo Salah at, uh, Chelsea. at Chelsea. So players that are world-class but are not being used to that effect at their current club that could go elsewhere. Pogba? Pogba is a great example, yeah. Yeah, cool. yeah. That makes me happy. I'm trying to think of United. I'd say there's a few... I'm not thinking off the top of my head but Pogba for sure who's stuck at a club I, th- I have the biggest distressed asset you could ask for Messi Harry Kane Messi Harry Kane yeah Harry Kane Harry Kane at Spurs what's he doing there he's if Harry a... Kane was playing oh. in a team yes. in a Champions League it's, it's his job he's got to score goals <laughs> but like he should be playing in the Champions League not for Spurs <laughs> <laughs> Hallam well he's going Oh, are you saying people that don't look like they're about to leave? Players that are like, they Wait, seem stuck in a row. Haaland's a bad one because he's literally performing well. And yeah, yeah, yeah. For his prices. yeah. Someone who just can't play. Just can't seem to c- catch a break, like. Um, I have to say Jesse Lingard. If he was playing for West Ham. Yeah, I'd be banging him in. <laughs> He'd be banging him in. No, but I'm trying to think, who else? There was someone else in the situation that they were trying to get a move away and now they're just chilling. Um, one, of the United, one of the United players as well. Oh, 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 Donny van der Beek was, but Donny van der Beek. I wouldn't put him in that kind of. Yeah, yeah. Though. I think Pogba. He's gonna pop off. Harry Kane. But they're a lot older. Like Salah and De Bruyne were young when they were in that kind of position. Right. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. The lad Mukoku. I'm telling you. Oh my God, please. Get him um, on. I'm trying to think. It's too. a good question. It's a good question. Because there is diamonds in the rough chilling at a team that are gonna move and then pop off. I mean, I heard a very interesting thing about Memphis Depay, who scored like an incredible amount of goals at Leon. They moved to Barcelona. Was their top scorer. This he moved to United open. before Barcelona. Is that what you're talking about? Or before he was not United before Leon even. Yeah, no, no, just, just been recently yeah, yeah, sorry, sorry, Barcelona. Sorry. And then he was a top scorer this season until Aubameyang came in. Aubameyang would have been a great one before he moved to Barcelona. Mm. Um, but Memphis, and somebody said... Lukaku? Lukaku, yeah. He, Lukaku is, is an amazing striker who's just been used completely wrong. Yeah, so there, there is one. I mean... Chelsea tend to accumulate a lot of them. Yeah, just look at Chelsea's team. Yeah. You might find a few. I mean, even Man City, like, you look, maybe the likes of, like, it's not, Pep, Pep manages his team very well. I can't say much about that. I was going to say the likes of Mares or Sterling, they don't play every week, but that would be superstars in another team. Yeah, but they're... But they're, yeah. Um, Who else? Hmm. I mean, you might, like, you might have said Gareth Bale. There's a lot of people that'll say Jack Grealish, but he's just not. No, he's just, he's not, just not, not, not doing it. Sorry, lads. Um, what about someone like Garbell's a good one I was looking at like the Real Madrid game and I was like Vinicius Junior was ripping it up on the left hand side Benzema was causing the problems he causes and like Valverde was just doing his best Yeah. and then Valverde replaced him doing his best Valverde was not good no he's injury prone as well but anyway I was like if only they I texted you and said if only they had Garbell on the bench yeah mad mental um, someone like maybe like Icardi uh, Icardi is just injured isn't he I think Ishmael Assar for Watford. 
is a player that like if you look at their stats they always score when he plays regardless of whether he scores or mm-hmm. not they always score when he plays and when he doesn't play they hardly ever score mm. um, so the likes of Ismail Asar Watford Richarlison at Everton um, you know someone like uh, Kakare at Lyon Cherky at Lyon mm. Lyon are poor <laughs> bad team um, probably some Ajax players yeah it's hard to know because like if you're it's kind of you difficult you have to be kind of at a big club no but like be... Salah and De Bruyne were kind of brought in and Lukaku they were all brought in by Chelsea um, and they just weren't given a chance and then they were all sent away and they all became amazing yeah so like is that going like basically is there a player that was brought in that doesn't look great it, it's a weird one that's hard to pick out that's an interesting one yeah, and it definitely is happening at that, clubs. That, we talked about me buying Deli Ali back in the day. Mm-hmm. That was a classic case of, I thought he was a distressed asset. I said, he is a player that is much better than he seems, seems now. So the idea is that once you change his environment, he could perform. He could perform and you go, wow. Pogba, I think, is 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 probably the biggest example. Because Harry Kane, I suppose, is still banging in goals and assists yeah. and playing brilliantly. But Pogba, you just remember him. Anytime he plays for France, he's just a world class player. Yeah. He just needs to be in a better team. Yeah, performing a different type of role. You feel but like if you, if he's you a midfielder, so. put him in a, in a in a midfield three with um, Verratti and Paredes at PSG, you'd hmm. be grand, probably. Be very reckless. Be a lot of yellow cards. A lot of yellow cards. A lot of yellow cards. That would be a filthy midfield. That'd be, you know, the, uh, PSG can't fix. I don't know what they need to do. Anyone they seem like they just can't sign the right player. Normal, everyone, well adjusted people. No. Oh, no. It's all just a misfits. No, that's a great question. I'd need more time to think about it, to be honest. But that's definitely one way to kind of look for for people. But like, then you have to think like, how long did it take a lot of them to pop off? Like De Bruyne was yeah. flying at Wolfsburg. Yeah, like that'd be a perfect scenario of flop at Chelsea, flying at Wolfsburg, invest, invest, invest. He gets a City move because when he got the City move, everyone was like, "This fella flopped at Chelsea. Yeah. Why are they bringing him?" But it's like, did you see what he did in the Bundesliga? Like, yeah, but not... again, and another example would be Tammy Abraham. Chelsea get rid of him, goes to Roma, is their top scorer by far. If they won the Europa Conference League, if Jose got them into the Champions League this season, then he has a good, you know, like, and now yeah. in two years' time, Chelsea buy him back. No, oh, yeah. And, and then he could be going to the World Cup. Yeah. You can never know. So, I actually, the best thing to do would be to best players at the wrong club. Listeners, submit your answers for that. Okay. And we'll talk about it on next week. That's yeah. a great question from James Darcy. Yeah. And it is also one that, like, with Tammy Abraham, like, like, distressed players tend to move down, quote unquote, down, yeah. club, you know? So when they, they make that move, because I think Salah went to Fiorentina, didn't he? Then yeah. Roma. Then Roma. Yeah, right. Yeah. So, like, so in that case, when he was at Fiorentina and you kind of seen him performing a little bit, then you invest in the rookie. Yeah. Don't, don't, don't invest in him while they're distressed at the club, is what I'm saying. Just wait. Just wait. Because no, it tends to be like they go somewhere. They're there, then they, have a and then they go somewhere yeah. else. So, yeah, that's my show, Jason. Exactly. Great question. Great question, and uh, that's Postcard United. And for everyone, we're going to be at the London Card Show this weekend. Yes, uh, we'll be at the London Card Show at Sandown Racecourse. We will have some wax. We'll have some singles. We'll have um, some pearlescent stock business cards. We have some business cards. Uh, it's going to be um, a lot of soccer stuff, but some F one stuff as well. So if you're into that, head on over to us. Say hello. What's the plan for next week? Podcast? Are we doing that Tuesday? Or Monday? Mm, we're back on Sunday. Back on Sunday. Cracking out Monday. It's my Mon- holiday Monday though. Um, I don't mind. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. We're, we're what- be, we might be tired. We'll, we'll, we'll have rest on Sunday. We'll, we 
We'll be okay. Should be normal. We'll see you on Monday for or Tuesday for episode eighty-five, and we'll see you on Saturday if you're in London. Yep. All right. That's it. Thank you. Thank you.